Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the world's biggest, greatest podcast, number, number one, one in the world, number one baby, Trey Bond. Trey Bond! <laughs> My name is Jake Spear and coming to you in our new virtual channel, in our own little boxes. Same channel. Uh, I'm, same, same channel, um, but uh, new medium. Well, additional medium. Same medium. Same, same medium. medium. Yeah, digital video. Same medium, but digital video. Um, but, <laughs> but I am joined, as always, with my two best buds, Double O Derby Deck. Hello there. And our MI6 expert in the field, Mr. Brandon McClelland. Reporting for Dirty. Gentlemen, how are we? How's your week been? Ah, Trey Bond. It's been Trey Bond. It's been oh, Trey Bond. There you go. Well, although, we certainly hope everyone else's week has been Trey Bond out there. Too. Yes, although yeah. I'm very, very jealous of American and British people's weeks because for what them, at time of recording, it's a week away until they get to see the glorious thing of James Bond on the big screen. I'm not and... seeing it tonight. <laughs> yes, I'm not seeing it as yeah. we are releasing this live. Yeah. Live. Uh, but We're coming for us, to get you, you dirty devils. And it's... if you can't be there, be here with us. Yeah, be here with us. And if anyone spoils this movie for for me, God help you. We will find you. Yeah, Brandon, you're the biggest danger of that. You're your own worst enemy. No, I'll <laughs> kill. I will kill man, woman, child, and probably dog. Ooh, oh, I'm God. so serious. I like John Wick me. John Wick me. <laughs> He's not mucking around, folks. And I'll tell you, uh, I would like to find out uh, a little bit more, Brandon. Uh, please, tell what everyone. Was that? was that a segue or something? Yeah, what was that? Uh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, I think my internet cut out um, and intercepted my brain. Um, Brandon, please, yes. for the love of God, tell me and everyone listening. Oh, yeah. And me. What is our mission today? Well, Darby, I'll, I'll let you know as well. Uh, today is our No Time to Die preconceived notions speculation spectacular. It's the big one. It's the big one from the big mons. The big mons. Bloody exciting. This is what it's all been leading to. Yep. This, it really this has. Moment. Yep. Oh, God. You know, <laughs> you really so excited. You but we want to wait another month. It's so long for us. Do. It's so yeah. long. But you, but know, you we're rewind happy for two else. years. Oh, Jake, Darby, I'm trying to Jake please. Will you see in its This is impossible for me to edit around. <laughs> uh, please continue. Oh, God. Do you really want me to? With That's what about I two start years. to question. We've yeah, been doing, yeah, go. I'm gonna yeah. say that, 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 that. <laughs> this is a very emotional time because you rewind two years, and I had only seen a select few of the Bond films. I didn't even know you. Yeah, no. we hadn't. No. Heard. and I podcast, and I feel like I know you less now. <laughs> um, less sure of things. Less, Where uh, we stand is murky. Yes, yes, there's so much grey area. Um, but, you know, we started out innocently, uh, in earnest, uh, going through all of these Bond films. 
being being guided by the um, firm hand of our MI6 expert, Brandon McClellan, um, through the entire canon of James Bond films. And now, lo and behold, here we are, three best buds uh, and all of the dirty devils that have joined us along the way at Bond 25, Daniel Craig's final film, No Time to Die. Or 27, depends where you sit. Or 27, depending on your expectations of how many Bond films Daniel should have made. Hot topic. (laughs) Um, we, We are finally here at the culmination of Trey Bond. Um... Now, I believe, as true James Bond experts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from here. I feel like I could now write a doctorate on, on James Bond. Because <laughs> I went in with a little bit more. Uh, Brendan, that might still be ahead of you. It might still be ahead of me. Look, if I was going to write a doctorate about anything, it's either, It would be, yeah. yeah it's, it's James <laughs> Bond or pizza. <laughs> now, I don't know pizza well enough. Dr. McClelland. Yeah, I like the sound of that. That sounds all right. Yeah. I tell you what, I am Sounds like a Bond villain. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was working on a really good segue. Yeah, I was I working on it. it. Yeah, look, look. Yeah. I don't tell know. We'll go. Like no time to die. I, I, think it's, I think it's time to kill this podcast, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, no, I was working on a really good segue, but uh, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked, and uh, there's no there's no salvaging it. Look, you this, can bring uh, it back. I will say that there is one more thing to be said. There's one more thing to be said about this whole podcasting experience. Uh, this will be the first time that none of us have actually seen the Bond film that we're about to. Uh, and I look, the unofficial ones don't count. Um, this will be the first official Bond film. Uh, that we are all going in completely fresh excited. on the same, you know, we all know exactly the same amount about James my, Bond. My That's hope insane. is that we, that we all just get to go and see it in a cinema together. Come on, yeah, Bond God. gods. God. Give us in. <laughs> Although, Universal, I wouldn't say no to a screener. Screener. Hello. Screener. Please. Please. <laughs> Number one podcast in the world. Yeah, I we are. We're the number one podcast in the world. Did you see Joe Rogan made a statement about us? Uh, did he, did he? Yeah, I yeah, it. yep. He's obvious. Well, of course, we're the number one podcast in the world. He clearly listens, uh, and he released a statement saying that uh, he 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 bows down, and uh, he 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 regrets that he's ever claimed to be the number one podcast in the world. So number two is still pretty good. good. Yeah. 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 I'd be, I'd yeah, be happy number if, two, if number I three. He's, yeah, fine. he's fine. He's fine. Top five. Steady yeah. top fiver. You'll get there, Joe. Don't worry. Just keep trying. One day you'll have your logo on a mug. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, gentlemen, I've got a little bit of... of... Brandon? Did you hear that? You're right. What? Oh, I do declare it's fan mail. That's right. It's fan Fan mail! Uh, it's just a very, very, very quick one here from Wayne Monday. Tell me why you don't like Mondays, and I'll tell Wayne. Uh, I know you three lads are in New South Wales. Not my best. I loved it. Not my worst. I put it, I put it 
I know you three lads are in New South Wales and I'm guessing you won't be able to see No Time to Die. Hey! I, I just hope at MGM Studios or someone else connected to the film can find a way for you all to see it as you are the number one podcast in the world. I can't wait for the movie. Quickly. And the Trey Bond review. <laughs> so there you oh, go. Wayne. Thank you, Wayne Monday. I, I think Wayne. you're fantastic. Uh, don't listen Look, to what everyone have... else says. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think he's fantastic. <laughs> he's great. Great. Uh, who's saying that he's not? Uh, the woman that wrote that song. Oh, you're still on the song. I thing. was still on the song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 gotcha. <laughs> well, I do have one bit of uh, fan mail conjecture. Now, oh. I don't know if you always... Yeah, I've got to pull you up on something, Brandon. And I think this might, this has potential to get a little bit political. Yes. Um, oh. It's the Norton thing. No. Oh, no. No. This is why we don't oh, interrupt, okay. no. I guess, oh. is the main thing. I guess that's um, right. So we've got, we've got a YouTube comment from uh, Kelsey Blackstock. Oh, this is the Norton thing. <laughs> Norton? Uh, no. you, you accused me of reading a Norton antivirus email. Um, no, that's not it. Oh, okay. Stop All right. right. No, my apologies then. My apologies. My apologies. And my apologies to KB, Kelsey Blackstock. Sorry. This is, this this is why is we don't interrupt. This is what it's all about, oh, is boy. this exact sort of behavior. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelsey writes, I'm deeply honored to be one of the five fans of the number one podcast in the world. Mm -hmm. I really wish you would you would have finished my fan mail, though. And this oh. is the fan mail she sent through to us, I think, last episode. Oh. Uh, after that whole antivirus spill, I go into a very compelling argument for why little Nelly is actually a gadget. Cheers, you dirty devils. Now, I think we should release the tapes. If she has substantial evidence that supports Jake ca Jake's case, it is not your role this, uh, okay. to censor the fans. Fan mail is an open channel. A point of order, point of order. Hey, this is <laughs> the Norton. This is the Norton email. <laughs> This is, the Norton, is this the Norton? That's the Norton antivirus email. That, that, and I did not want to stop reading it. I was shut down by these two. Oh, she or wrote whatever the layout Norton. I put it in the premiere. I'm getting you wherever you were. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah! 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 So this is the Norton. This is the Norton thing. It is, yeah. It's a Norton antivirus. Uh, well, uh, well, I forgive you because you went with the gag. Kelsey, Kelsey, and uh, Kelsey. What we happened? know each other. Uh, we're old. We're old mates. Um, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar. You should be ashamed of yourself. No, I'll look you dead in the eye. You're a liar. You should be ashamed of yourself, little Nelly. A gadget. Come on. When, when did we start? When did we right? start entertaining people who clearly are bad faith actors? I won't have it. This is how the empire they, falls. He, this is it. He controls the media. That's what he we does. said. He controls the and media. The message, and the message, like right now, the way he's shaping us, I'm still confused. What happened? What happened? Darby, <laughs> you've been duped. You've been duped, Darby. That's what's happened. I think everyone's been duped by this. This gadget. Gadgetry nonsense. This 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 was settled by Look by democratic process. All right, controlling the process. Look, all right. Well, let me control it a little bit more, shall I? All right. Okay. Would you all like right. to know the results of your 
just absolutely ridiculous give the people what they want options from last week. So you are just going to one of my best. No comment. Sorry, just before we move on, Mr. Mr. President, we're going to leave Kelsey on no comment. No, no, please. I'm a man of the people. I don't go in for titles like that, except my titles for this podcast were not read out earlier, and uh, I'll see you. I thought they weren't. They weren't. I was going to mention, but I thought people are probably sick of that by now. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. the titles. No, they're not. What's your question? Final comments for Kelsey. Here's my preconceived notion about the comments for Kelsey. Kelsey is having a bit of a gag, having a bit of a, a, a lol, having a bit of a joke with your darbs. And, yeah, and, they, and they, have, uh, they have written down pretending that pretending. they sent Brandon the Norton antivirus uh, and used it as an excuse uh, for them to, to push their own political that's agenda clever. That's clever. That, that little Nelly is indeed a gadget. Mm. That's good. That's it's a good lying. move. It's lying. Well, I don't know if you want to call that a arena, joke. That's a, that's a good move. I respect yeah. that, Kelsey. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I respect I respect the hustle. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're going to hustle, get ready to rustle. Oh. I'll, I'll hit you the in the face. slogan, is it? I'll hit okay. you in the face. <laughs> Look, thoughts and opinions of Brandon McClellan do not represent Trayvon. No, they represent Brandon McClellan, though, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the people's champion. <laughs> no, we don't go in for that nonsense. Uh, uh, this, it's because I'm drinking a, a lemon and ginger tea. I'm a bit hyper. Oh. No caffeine in that. No, but there's lemon. <laughs> yes. That's it. Well, Brandon, speaking of titles, if you want yes. to earn another one... How yes. are you going to earn oh, yeah. it? Well, I can tell you right now. So we received, it was actually not, not a bad turnout. I was quite shocked by the turnout uh, by this for this poll. Well, um, we only have people love listeners. It. We only have, well, we are the number one podcast in the world, but yes, we only have five listeners. Um, Bond, James Bonds. All right, here's a little controversy for you. What's that? Bond, yeah. James Bonds was one of the, actually, Jake, no, go... I'm I'm a mess today, Jake. I'm I'm het up, I'm het up. Um, Jake, take us through what the options were uh, for this week's. Give the people what they want. Brandon, it would be my privilege, and if you believe that I could remember, you're having a laugh. <laughs> but I'll do my best. Uh, Bonds, James Bonds, yep, ladies and gentlemen. I gave you that one for is... free. <laughs> <laughs> James Bonds throughout history, James Bond that we know and love, Agent 007, is not the only James Bond that has pursued excellence and achieved great things. So we must decide, um, you know, uh, all of the great James Bonds throughout history yeah, and what they the did and who they were. Unclear, but yeah, sure. So you give us... I think that's the clearest of the games, if I'm being... No, 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 because he would, <laughs> he would either ask us what did James Bond do or who did this. You know what I mean? So, and we can't That's answer true. the former. That's true. We can't answer the former, and we know the answer to the latter. It's, maybe it was, you can, maybe it was, you can't. Doomed to fail. Doomed to fail. <laughs> uh, option number two. Um, option number two was uh, Mr. Moneypenny. Uh, Mr. Moneypenny is a game of logistics and puzzle solving where you must correctly guess the whereabouts, uh, appointments, or duties. Uh, I believe I'll another word in there, um, of MI6 staff members based on 
Prompts and clues left in Miss Bunny Penny's daily journal. It's like Cluedo. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and option number three was pleasure in what I eat. That's uh, a good guess, you... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I refuse to accept that unofficial title. Um, res... No, not wrestling. <laughs> oh, yes! We got it! <laughs> Pleasure in what I eat, folks, is a game all about the meals of James Bond. You must correctly guess what Bondian meal this is based on a list of that meal's ingredients. A very clever construct, I believe. Mm. Well, Just ask him. Let, let me take you through the results here. With 2% of the vote... And only one vote for it. It is Bonds, James Bonds. Yeah, it was doomed to fail. <laughs> and uh, we don't have anonymous voting in this. Oh, we and know. The, on, the only vote for Bonds, James <laughs> Bonds was Jake. Was Jake. <laughs> I was going to say, that's who I voted. I voted for that one. <laughs> so 2% of the vote there. <laughs> I'm holding up. <laughs> Um, second place by quite a margin with, uh, with 38% of the vote was Mr. Moneypenny. That's the one I wanted. Um, oh and then with 60% of the vote, we have pleasure in what I eat. Recipe we had guesser. a handful of people, uh, write in recipe guesser. Yeah. <laughs> so they that. have been attributed to that one. As they should. Thank you very much. Um, and a couple of people would like you to know, Darby, that they voted for Pleasure in What I Eat because your reaction to it was one of such disgust that it could not be any funnier than to vote for that option. Fair enough. There were three people who, who said that. <laughs> they were like, purely because of Darby's reaction. Like, uh, nearly along those lines, like, <laughs> it was like, because of Darby's reaction, it has to be this one. What was my reaction? <laughs> oh, I you hated like, it. You hated it. sexual. It doesn't need you to be. You said that you don't know any Bondian meals. Oh, that's I don't crazy. know any meals. I can't name a meal. <laughs> Pasta, I believe you said. Ava avocado pear. But, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's not that's a meal, a that's an ingredient. That's it is. Yeah. He puts a bit yeah. of uh, Italian dressing on it. You've got it. See? All you right. could win this. I just really want a title. What will? What are we playing for? Who takes pleasure in what they eat. Takes pleasure yes. in what they eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. They seem to always work out these games to, to flow into a title With quite yours. well as well. Yeah. Yeah, to flow into your building title. <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> it's longer than the Queen's. That's it. Well, nearly, at this point. Hey, I've earned every single one of those badges. You have. I'm impressed. Undefeated. You actually haven't lost a game. I don't yet. think I have lost a game. And you won the big quiz. The big fat quiz of the year, yeah? Yes. Yeah. 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 Big fat quiz of the year. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to start sharing it around, I think. Yeah, that's... Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a glutton. <laughs> That's what my doctor says. Hey, guess what, guys? What? It's no. time for a new book. Oh. But you're supposed to say here's one for you. Well, here's one for you then. There you go. 
So you were left yeah, on a right. cliffhanger. Uh, yes, I was. I'm keen to see where you go here. Are you just going to go and go back to 1940s France? or No. no. You're going to love it. <laughs> Which means right. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please prepare yourselves for chapter number one of our new book, Enter the Bondverse. No. Oh, God, no. No, Darby, you bloody did this too. You bloody did this. It kept me up afterwards. I was like, what what have I done? You know, Uh, saw this coming. Up, everybody. Enter the Bondverse. Yes, mate. Can we call it Bondverse? (laughs) I've entered the Bondiverse. Yeah, we've yeah, done. Let's do that one. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> that's somehow that's what worse. It is. Oh. Enter the Bondiverse. Oh, stop right, saying it. <laughs> Chapter one, table for three. Bond had been unable to focus for the better part of the day, having come face to face with the madness of Redwood Roxbury once more. His mind was racing with questions. His thoughts were interrupted by the familiar doorman, Giles. Good evening, Mr Bond. Pleasure to see you again. Bond returned his attention to the present moment and gently nodded to the friendly gatekeeper of London's elite. Why M had organised dinner at Blades to discuss work was beyond Bond. The smell of cigarette smoke bit into Bond's nostrils as he entered the lobby. Unable to resist the urge and hoping to put himself at ease, Bond reached into his jacket pocket and pulled out a silver case and placed a moorland cigarette in his mouth. At that very instant... The plump maitre d' appeared at a small serving desk before Bond and offered a light. No, thank you. I have my own. Bond replied with a blunt efficiency. He was tired, and it had been a long day full of too many surprises. And besides, Bond loathed the sharing of lighters. It's true. Name, please, said the maitre d'. Bond. James Bond. The maitre d' thumbed through the evening's schedule of bookings until he came to the name. Ah, yes, here you are, Mr Bond. Uh, Table number 12. The Admiral is already waiting for you, but I'm afraid your third guest has yet to arrive. Come with me, please. Oh, it could be Roxbury. Is it Lockhart? Is it Roxbury? Don't interrupt. No, it'll be... Bond. It'll be another Bond. It'll be another bloody Bond. (laughs) Third guest, thought Bond. What was him up to? (laughs) He hated how the old man played his little game of secrets. Bond swore it was just to get under his skin. Well, it was working. Bond moved with a no-nonsense stride behind the maitre d' as the pair wound their way through the islands of... (laughs) Anyone not watching the video is just going to be like, he's laughing at it. It's not that funny. What's going on? (laughs) 
Bond moved with a no-nonsense stride behind the maitre d' as the <laughs> as the pair wound their way through the islands of dark red leathered lounge chairs and mahogany tables of the main room of Blades. Gentlemen from across London and, in truth, from across the world, sunk in deep surrender in the soft, welcoming arms of the expensive chairs, puffing on their cigars, probably Cuban, and sipping their fine brandy, most likely Hardy's. Here you are, sir, the maitre d' gestured to a small circular table perched in the corner beside the dark diaspro marble fireplace and a large portrait of Admiral Nelson. Would you care for a drink, sir? Yes, scotch, neat, answered Bond, clipped and precise. Make that too, scoffed M, as he polished off the final sliver of... Uh, Hennessy's cognac from a crystal balloon glass. The maitre d' pivoted and disappeared after a swift nod of the head. What? No vodka for you? M straightened himself well, as everyone Bond knows. took a seat at the table. Not the time or place, I'm afraid. Now, what are you playing at? Bond felt the sharp grey eyes of the old man lazily wash over him. Well, I like the place and the food is good. Here, order something, will you? I'm famished. M tossed Bond the fine leather-bound menu across the table with an easy flick of the wrist. That's not what I meant. Him. Roxbury. How do you have him? Why do you have him? Bond felt the pounding of his chest increase. He sensed his pores open at the hairline and fresh droplets of perspiration gather... A single bead of sweat gave way and ran down his temple. Ah, yes. It is an oddity, a strange occurrence, grotesque even, and very confusing, no matter how many times they rebrief me on how we came to possess Mr. Redwood Roxbury. Um, that's why I thought we should have dinner with the expert. It was at that very instant that Bond felt the room go silent. M's focus shifted from Bond to a distant figure at the end of the great timber-walled hall of Blades. Yes, can we guess? Are we allowed to guess each? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, no. I reckon. I reckon it's one of us. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It better not be. No, it can't be. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. It, law of law of averages uh, dictates that it's a character that uh, he didn't like being killed off. Oh, Steve-O. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> because he's got to know about Roxbury, so it can't no, be Steve-O. Yeah, it can't be yeah. Steve-O. The expert. Oh, it could be. Uh, what was the first Bond girl's name? Yeah. Sophia? Was that her Sophia. name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done, Darby. Yeah, well done. Because we've had Sophia, Jill, Patricia. That's it. Yes. Would Jake write a female character in this moment? Because everyone at Blades at this time is male. Oh, it could be Jill. It could be Jill. I'm, I think it's a male. Lennington, we know, is dead because Lennington was actually Otto Doss, wasn't he? Is that was right? He? Yes. I think that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lennington was no Lennington was some other guy. He never no, came. No, no, no. I made I oh, made Lennington made Otto Doss. Okay. That's right. right. Yes. Well, that was, yeah. I can't uh, keep it. 
the expert. I'm going to say it's another James Bond. Yeah, stick with your original. Yeah, right. I think it's another James Bond. Okay. All right. <laughs> you guys are wacky as hell. I'm... All right. <laughs> it was at this very instant that Bond felt the room go silent. M's focus shifted from Bond to a distant figure at the end of the great timber-walled Hall of Blades. There, standing at the threshold, staring out into the sea of English gentlemen, was a woman. Oh, damn it. Young and tall, her hair hanging loose around her shoulders and parted to the left. A portion of her fringe swept lazily across her left eye. She made for Bond and the Admiral. Bond, meet Professor Perryman. Nell Perryman. She's head of... M seemed to freeze, lost as how to continue. Head of theoretical physics at Oxford University. Oh. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Bond. I've heard a great deal about you, said Nell as, he, as she extended agent. her hand. <laughs> Not too much, I hope. That's meant to be top secret. Hey, that's Bond right. shakes the press. Not bad. <laughs> Bond shakes the professor's hand as she assumes the third seat at the table. Right. Well, uh, now that we're all here, Professor, I believe Bond has a few questions regarding the package that MI6 received this week. The maitre d' returned and handed the gentlemen their drinks, asked the lady for her drink of choice. She declined. Bond pointed to the roast grouse, or grouse, I'm not sure, uh, with asparagus and hollandaise sauce. Or asparagus. <laughs> Pleasure in what I eat. <laughs> the maitre d' cleared the, measure, uh, the menus and disappeared. Bond edged closer into the table and locked eyes with Professor Perryman. I know for a fact that Redwood Roxbury was killed in a gigantic explosion on a remote island in the middle of the Pacific. Now, either that man at MI6 is not Redwood Roxbury, or I have lost my mind and I'll resign right here, whispered Bond intensely. I understand this all must be incredibly confronting, Mr. Bond. I assure you it has certainly shaken me and my select team that is working closely with MI6 on this case. However, I will do my best to explain briefly and plainly. That man you saw in the basement of MI6 is Redwood Roxbury. <clears throat> as hard as that may be to believe. We have begun running a series of tests on the subject and we hypothesize that the experimental liquid Roxbury had created known as the Eternity Serum once or... consumed or maternity syrup Still up in the air, we're not sure. <laughs> Once consumed, allows the host body to be transported to another dimension. The only catch, after consuming the serum, the host must be subjected to temperatures exceeding 1500 degrees Celsius in order to transcend the dimension. They get slumped back in his chair. You must be joking. Far from it, 007. This is no joking matter. This discovery alters mankind's very understanding of the nature of the universe. 
So you can imagine the Prime Minister has placed this at the highest level of top secret classification. M lit a cigarette and inhaled deeply. So where do I come in? I'm no scientist, Bond said. Bond, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This may well be your final and most significant mission. We need you to test Professor Perryman's theory. We need you to work with Edward Roxbury and see how this serum of his actually works. M released a short burst of smoke into the air above them. Report to my office first thing in the morning to begin your training. Things are going to get weird, Bond. But <laughs> between you and me, between you and Roxbury, you may just discover the answer to our existence. We could only, we, that we could never dream of. The maitre d' arrived with their dinner. Bond looked down at the roasted bird, having lost his appetite. I'll see you in the morning, sir. Lovely to meet you, Professor. Bond exited Blades, took a cab across town to his apartment, had a cold shower, and went quickly to sleep. And that's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have now entered the Bondiverse. Oh, no. Oh, oh Three-word reviews. Please. Uh, Darby, please. It's officially broken. Uh, here, here is mine. I hate you. <laughs> All right. I well, thought I'm just picking up what he's putting down. I must say, I must say, I did, I did love a lot of the Fleming style yeah, in that. Real. That was probably your nicest. Yeah, that, that was that was your best. That was really good. That yeah. was your best. Oh, thank you. I yeah, thought, I really thought nice. you were gonna, I thought you were gonna do the. Um, uh, well, you must be joking. And then have the professor say, I never joke about my work, 007. Ah, uh, wow. see. Yeah, Missed opportunity. Missed yeah. opportunity. That's another <laughs> bit now. <laughs> That's all swish. How long can you hold your breath, dog? <laughs> <laughs> ah, so I've got to, I've got to. You've got to fix this. Mop, mop yeah. this up. Yeah. Sure do. Right. Enter the yeah. Bondiverse. Bondi, Bondiverse. Bondiverse. The Bondiverse. <laughs> Enter the Bondiverse. It's terrific. <laughs> I mean, I hate it so much that I love it. And that's <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. That's it. I it's endearing. The two of you. I just, I don't know. <laughs> Have we learnt nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. oh, tell you what I've learnt though. I've learnt a lot thanks yeah. to this, this week's fact check. Oh, you didn't do one last week. No, I didn't. Mm. So I learnt nothing last week. But this week, I'm a fount of knowledge. Fount. Here we go. Brandon, you said that you were enlisted by the by the Australian government to find a cure for Lyme disease. Hmm. Darby. Darby said he thought they'd found a cure for Lyme disease. Well, I'll tell you lemons, this. Lemons disease. Yeah, it was lemons disease. Lemons, lemons disease. Yeah. No, he said you're thinking of lemons disease. Hmm. Uh, according to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, most cases of Lyme disease can actually be cured with a two to four week course 
of oral antibiotics. I thought you were going to say something else there. Of oral sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is not recommended. <laughs> uh, Brandon, you said... Wait, so what's, that's, that's the, what's that? What fact were you checking? A, that Lyme disease has, has not... not been cured. Well, I thought you were checking whether or not Brandon had done it. So Wait he a had minute. Done it? Hang on. Hang on. So what? Lyme disease can be cured. Lyme disease can be cured. What did they have you doing then? Well, my work must have paid off. And they just I... didn't tell me. Either that or it's a cover. And he's out doing something else. And we've just blown it. What are you doing for the Australian government? <laughs> <laughs> You've extended the pandemic by three years, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Lyme disease. <laughs> Brandon, you said Buchanish was in reference to Buchan, mm. the guy who wrote the 39 steps. I stand one by of the, it. Fan, the fan mail said Buchanish, is that right? No, that no, fan? I think no. one of the reviews. No. Oh, one of the reviews. Yes. Reviews, one of the uh, contemporary, Fleming's contemporary reviews of, of Goldfinger referenced, uh, said Buchanish. Uh Actually, now I feel like I need to fact check that because now I'm not sure whether it Attaining was to Buchan. one of the contemporary was. Uh, no, yes, it was, Brandon... uh, I can tell you, it was the Evening Standard in which they said, Mr. Fleming is the best thriller writer since Buchan. There you go. There you go. Uh, yes, Brennan, you were right. John Buchan, the first baron of Tweedsmere, uh, was indeed the Scottish author behind... The 39 steps. Oh. Um, where did Bond, getting to the novel now, Ooh. where did Bond put the toilet note? Was it on the, on the lid or the seat? There was a yeah, bit of a debate under, about under, 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 under the, the seat. Under the seat. Uh, yes, you are correct. Du a, a direct quote from <laughs> the novel. Bond placed the note under the toilet seat. Not the toilet um, and that lid. sentence is not the toilet lid. Uh, jury's still out on whether or not the toilet actually had a lid, because apparently in the 1950s not all toilets did. Uh. So no one's lifting um, that, that toilet seat when they do wee-wees, is what we're saying. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Either that, or they're completely missing a rolled-up uh, toilet roll with notes and duct tape. Yes. Smushed under the toilet seat, which is probably lifting the seat slightly. It wasn't a toilet well. roll, was it? Bond rolls up this message and then tapes it to his leg and has it on his person for like half a day and then takes it off and puts it underneath the seat. Yeah, not in a toilet roll. He just, um, roll, I, he just rolls it up. I see where you're getting confused. It's a good roll. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's a, it's a chunky message. It's not just like a little post-it note. Well, jury's out. I fact wouldn't checked. say fact-checked uh, yet. <laughs> <laughs> fact was checked. It was under the seat. That's oh, for yeah. certain. Sure. How long, here's another one for you, how long did the CIA have to prep the staging of the fake gassing at Fort Knox? <clears throat> oh, did we talk about this? We did. 
What did we say? Page. Um, it was just a, it was just a general question. It no one actually staked the claim on. I thought it was this, but we were very suspect that Three Felix days. would actually have an, enough time to firstly retrieve the note from under the toilet. Yep. Uh, and then notify the rest of the team and the uh, correct authorities, um, and then get everyone together, stage it, and make it happen. I'm going to say three Brandon, days. Brandon's going to say three days. Yeah. Do you want to have a, a, a stab at how long the CIA actually had to prep this fake gassing? Uh, 20 hours. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Page 69. Uh, thank you. Uh, Goldfinger sends a message to Bond saying, quote, at 11 a.m. tomorrow, we will take a plane trip. Page 70. Oh, is this rain, man? Three, this... three days pass. <gasps> from when Bond placed the note under the toilet seat. Then, at 6 a.m. on the fourth day, the train with Goldfinger, the gangsters, and Bond reached Louisville. Ten minutes later, the train began passing houses on the edge of Fort Knox. So it was the morning, very early morning of day four mm. that the team it's arrived. Really, three days. It's kind of three days. Damn. Well, yeah. I it's mean, three days. And, days. and if they're working through the night, uh, which I assume they would have to. I mean, my God, thousands of people. It's not enough. Like you no. said, Darby, you know, crashing cars together. And, you know, there's a Even lot of work going into this. Yeah. And when do they discover the note? You know, what's not to say that the note wasn't discovered until halfway through day two? Yeah. Maybe Darby was right. Maybe maybe the note was discovered so late that, in fact, they actually had only 20 hours to do it. I'd say that's probably it. So all I could say is that I have painted a timeline of how much time has passed between Bond leaving the note and Bond arriving at Fort Knox. Until we can definitively say when the note was retrieved by Felix, we don't actually know how long they had I to I think prep. the thing is, though, no one really cares. So That could be an option. <laughs> um, what about this one? What is Goldfinger's heritage? Uh, Brandon asked, is it German or Swiss? Do we want to have a crack? Anyone? Swiss Darby, German. Would you like to? Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to say Austrian. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. Yeah, that's, that's a not good a bad one. one. <clears throat> Colonel Smithers, of all people, says on page 20, he came to us from Riga in the Soviet Union in 1937. Oh, Russian. Hmm. Not quite. Well, depends. Riga, spelled R-I-G-A, uh, is the modern-day capital of Latvia. Oh. So he's Latvian. He's Latvian. 
in a modern context, Auric Goldfinger is Latvian. Latvian. Well, there you are. There you go. You learn something um, new. Every day, don't you just? Um, I asked, what is a spoon and a brassy? Oh, I know this. Uh, I think I said that it was a type of shot last time, but I've been watching the um, the lead up to the Masters on KO, yes. not a sponsor, and a spoon is the old style of driver. Oh. And a brassy, I think, is what we now call irons. Ah, brass versus iron. I could be wrong yeah. again, but uh, they were saying that they were talking about they were talking about spoons. And I'm fairly sure they were talking about them being the old style of, um, like a fairway wood, almost. Bloody nailed it there, hey, son. Hey. Um, Brandon, you originally said uh, that you didn't know what a brassy is, but a ah. spoon, you believed, was an old-styled wedge. Yeah, that's They don't have right. them in the game anymore, and you would spoon the ball up. Um, however, sense. your answer is, is correct. Um, firstly, a brassy is an old traditional name for a two wood. Oh. Uh, it is a higher loft than a driver, but less than a three wood. It earned its name, brassy, from the sole plate, which was made out of brass. Um, there was a little kind of uh, plate that was screwed into the base of the wood, and it was made of, of brass. And this gave the club a lower center of gravity and lifted the ball faster and easier than a traditional driver. Hmm. Now, brassy is most commonly applied as a term in pre 20th century times. Oh, or which Scottish. I thought was interesting. So it's out of date even for the fifties. Yes. Wow. And so is a spoon. Really? And I found that really interesting after our discussions around Fleming already being out of date for his own time. Uh, another tick yeah, in that yeah. box. Yeah, another yeah. tick. He's a you dinosaur. Know, he is a dinosaur. These two terms. <laughs> because a spoon, yes, you're correct, Brennan, was a wooden shafted club primarily used uh, in pre-20th century golf. Uh well, and it's, it's mostly most... called the brassies. <laughs> the brassy. Um, and it's it's kind of modern counterpart now is a fairway wood, like a five wood or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but they're called spoons because the face of the club was often concaved. It was carved out oh. um, like a spoon. Um, now, although some club manufacturers may still name new clubs spoons it's mostly out of nostalgia they're not traditional spoons because traditional spoons the woods that actually have the face carved out are actually illegal under the rules of golf uh, they became illegal um in but the first half of the 20th century so bond is playing strict rules of oh, yeah. golf with an illegal, with an illegal club. club so he's not playing but strict rules of golf but when will this be over what we're talking about <laughs> oh my god very soon, you dirty devil. All right, here we yeah. go. <laughs> Brandon. Yes, sir. Just one final, one final point on, on golf. Make a quick Brandon said it sake. doesn't say anywhere 
that Bond plays golf either left or right-handed. Mm. Oh, that's but left was illegal until that's got to be wrong. Right. Right. In some countries, it's said. illegal. Well, I'm being a dirty devil here. Um, very out of character, I know, but you'll have to get used to it. In my deep research for this, I could not find any direct evidence to support which hand Bond played golf with. Both, I would imagine. Um, however, unless he's Jack Newton, Fleming, exactly, Fleming played right-handed. That's for certain. Mm -hmm. And if, according to Golf.com, both Bond and Fleming shared a flat swing, a weak grip, and a nine handicap, I would wager that for Fleming at least, Bond was a right-handed golfer. Yeah. I, I think it's I probably, really... it's deduction would say in that time, left-handed was, was a no-no, particularly for Will Bread. And I think Bond shoots right-handed, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, think you're right. That could be an indicator. I think you're right. I think he shoots right-handed. No, but what do you think? What do you think? What do I about what? Well, what do you think? You look very interested. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, I see. I see. I, I, I'd like to know. I, I wish you'd done your job properly, um, and just found out if actually if there was even left-handed golf because I would stake that that I don't, that there wasn't. It didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Because they used to train kids out of riding left-handed. They they didn't permit it in schools, and I'd say that yeah. would be the same in legacy sports. You know, they would no, 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 no. We don't play left. Yeah, naughty. Yeah, yes. Play with the right hand, you devil spawn. <laughs> Is what my golf pro said to me. <laughs> um, third and final fact check for the day. Uh, this third, has been absolutely need to fact 11. check that. Well, yeah, that's yeah, no yeah, way this yeah, is the no. third. Was the name of the gang in Diamonds Are Forever actually called the Spang Gang? Oh, the Spang Gang. Or did we just call them that and they were actually called the Spangled Mob? Spang Gang. Mm. Spang Gang. <laughs> the name of the gang in Diamonds Are Forever is the Spangled Mob. Ah. Uh. Spang Gang, yeah. Not the Spang Gang. Right. <laughs> Although the gang is run by brothers Jack and Serafimo Spang. Spang. Hmm. Which is why we call them the Spang Gang. The Spang Gang. That's yeah. so funny. They're a gang of Spangs. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> Spang Gang. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is, as they say, fact check. Yay! We haven't done one of those in so long. I remember why. Oh. <laughs> I remember why. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, we have just watched oh, the uh, the final international trailer for No Time to Die to get us a bit hyped because this is uh, the reason for the season. It's our preconceived notions uh, for No Time to Die. We're doing this nice and early so no one thinks we cheated. Is That's that right? right, yes. So <laughs> we have to wait a long time, but that doesn't we mean do. we have to wait a long time to let you know what we think is going to happen. 
That's right. Yeah. Usually we put this in the episode before the review. No, nah. whole episode. Just this. Whole... <laughs> Just this. Um, that we do kind of have three criteria that we kind of talked about Um heading in i think we should just keep the discussion open and you know kind of blah 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 but there are three things that we'll kind of talk about is what we really want to be in there uh what we expect uh of the film and what what we don't want in the film uh they're kind of the three things that we talked about um and and we thought we'd do a a a cute little game and whoever gets the most kind of things right about the film will win. Uh, let's say they win a title. Who has no Ooh. time to die? Ooh. You know, something like no that. Who has no time to die? Yeah, yeah something right. like that. <laughs> Boys, I don't want to start this. Please, someone else take take the microphone. Oh, my goodness, Brandon. Look, all I want to hear is what you have to say. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Because if think, I get I started, think... I reckon more. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, throughout this whole journey, this extended wait um, in our little passing conversations and, and dreaming about this film, you've, you've dropped a few things that have stuck with me. Um, oh, yeah? A few predictions very, very early on in the piece that I thought were, holy crap. And... Um, they were so far left field at the time when you've told me these things. I don't want, like, I don't know. We don't know if these are spoilers. So yeah. this is pure speculation for us. Like, if we spoil anything, we apologize to ourselves as well as to you. Yes. But, <laughs> but um, Brandon's got some pretty wild, wildfire uh, theories. Um, I think you should reveal them. Well, though. what is your, what's the biggest one that I've said that you think? Oh, and I must say, uh, if you don't want to know any spoilers, we don't know what the fi- what's in the film. We don't know what the film is. These are all wild guesses for us. Uh, yes. But for some people, they get a bit like, oh, you might accidentally spoil it. Don't so listen. if that's it's you, cool. yeah. go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you. Go away. And come back at the end for a very special announcement. Yeah, come back for that, but piss off. <laughs> Um, well, okay. The one that's probably uh, stuck in my mind most is your speculation as to who the villain might be. Now, have you changed your tune on this, or you still think that Rami might be playing a new world version of Doctor No? Oh, yes, I did have this thought, and I think everyone in the Bond community had this thought. Sure, sure. That's actually one of my things that I don't want to see in the film. You don't want that. I think there's a lot of clues. I think they're doing a lot of nodding to Dr. No. Um, You know, there's that shot in the trailer with the circle behind him in the roof that looks like from Dr. No where Professor Dent gets the tarantula and all that kind of stuff. Um, Island compound. Yeah, he's dressed very similarly to, to Dr. No. And he also, his mask is a Japanese no mask which could be a little hint. I really hope that's not the case. You I, don't think it'd work in its own way? No, because no? I didn't like Brofeld. Um, yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh boy, we are following the same pattern that they did for Spectre, where they're like, no, he's Franz Oberhauser. He's not Blofeld. Um, but Rami Malek was like, I would never shoot that down. 
Has he, his name hasn't been re- or Safin. Lucifer, is... Lucifer Safin or Safin. So that could be another Lucifer. Yeah, Lut mm. Lucifer. Yeah, L Y U T I S F E R. On the nose, I agree. Um, <laughs> and Safin, but the costume designer Jane. No, no, it's not Janie on this one. Um, can't remember her name actually. Uh, she pronounced it in one of the special features as Safin. Okay. Mm. She probably got it wrong. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they release that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've only read it beforehand, but I'm, I'm sure it's Safin. It's got to be Safin. Everyone's saying yeah. Safin. Please yeah. be Safin. Lucifer Safin is kind of like... Yeah. Please. You know how you actually pronounce it? Hmm. Julius, no. Uh, yeah, I knew uh, you were going to do that. What do you th- What do you think on that? On that point, yay or nay to that? You two. I think it's all about execution for me. Um, I think I definitely would say walks the line of cringe, mm. uh, and also maybe maybe too little, too late to pull something like this. Um, within the fra- the Craig canon, you know, I don't. Know. I know they yeah. brought back Blofeld. I know they brought Bro. Bro- I called him Blofeld. Um, well, that's what he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah execution. I agree. Execution is key. If if, but but I think I'd have a qualm with it because they've revealed the name to us ahead of time, and I'm sick of that trick. So am I. Uh, of lying. Blatantly yeah, lying. it's just lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I hope he's an organic, a, a new original villain. But you know, a nice little nod to uh, he's in he's in an homage or of the same spirit as Doctor No, um, is fine. Mm. You know that 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 would be fine by me. There just seems to be so much more to this guy in terms of his relationship to uh, Miss Swan. Yes, what is uh, that? That doesn't. That would just feel so odd if all of a sudden he turns around to be Dr. No. Um, and I agree, Darbs, it's too little too late. I know they brought back Blofeld, but I mean, what would what would be the point now in rejigging an old character? Like we know that even though we have Bloffled, um, that Craig lives within his own universe. That's right. And, and so, a character like now... Blofeld is so much, sorry to cut you off, is so much more of a, a, like you can get away with Blofeld because there have been numerous iterations of him. But I think actually redoing Dr. No, which has only appeared once and is iconically one actor and character from the very first movie, it's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's a yeah. different sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it. I, I, I think I'd be disappointed if it was. To be honest, I'm fine with nods. I really love nods, um, but if it's a flat out kind of Doctor No, thank you for nodding. Um, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot of um, Moonraker kind of Drax vibes. Oh. Um, like with, I mean, the the launching of the missiles off the Navy ship. Um, and I mean, this is kind of really, it feels like that we're getting a like world domination villain here. Mm. Um, yes. It's really, you know, all of this reference of like, there'll be nothing left to save. That's um, right. Can I have one nice evening before the world goes to 
poo or whatever Q says there at the end. Like, it really feels like this is kind of doomsday level. This is a level. world ending threat. This is a global yeah. imminent. And Craig hasn't come across that yet, this global world ending impending doom threat. And I think that's definitely, yeah, you're right. It, it's the Moonraker countdown. I think it's going to be a countdown climax, you know, same as mm. you only live twice, you know, a mm. few others that have done a similar thing. I think this is Craig's countdown climax for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think. I think one of the reasons, uh, uh, well, it's one of many. Um, I, I would just prefer to have a new film. That's why I don't like the idea of it being Dr. No Me too much. Um, yeah. I think the other reason I don't like Dr. No... Dr. No too much. <laughs> uh, he knew too much. Um, if it is Dr. No, and it ends up being this cyclical thing that it's like Daniel Craig's last Bond film... They can't has do that, ...the villain though. of the first... That for me uh, means that this is the end of the franchise. That's a big no-no for me. They can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Because what about what comes next? You know. It's well, can I say this is my the biggest fear? I think this is it. No. I. Wow. I can't shake for that fear. For Eon. Not yeah. for Bond. Maybe not for Bond. I can't see us getting another film for a very long time, at least. Look, who knows? Bond, if Bond makes money, then Bond will be back. But God, I can't shake the feeling that... And look, this could be a massive spoiler, uh, but we've talked about it privately. It's another thing I was going to mention, yeah. I think No Time to Die is probably the worst title they could have given this film because my biggest fear is that there's going to be plenty of time to die at the end for James Bond. You yeah. think Bond's dying in I think, this one? I think he dies. And, and the reason Look, I think I'm that is because there's there's one of the trailers, I think it's the final US one, plays a lot of the old Craig films, which could be an advertising thing of going, hey, remember that there's kind of like an interconnected story and blah, blah, blah between these films, you know. The short life expectancy line being so prominent. The lines that they've used are very much like, yeah, 00s have a short life expectancy, your mistake will be short-lived. And and I was thinking about it, and the ending of Spectre is kind of like, that's your happy send-off for Bond. He's got the girl, and he goes off, and you could imagine that Daniel Craig's Bond lives happily ever after. We know that's not the case now. You know, Madeline's clearly either rightly or wrongly, Bond perceives her to have betrayed him. Um, and I just can't see the film ending on that happy note. And I also can't see it ending in the same way that Skyfall or Quantum end, where it's like, you know, I never left or with pleasure, mm. sir, with pleasure. You know, you can't I'm do that like, ending yeah. again. And I think I the think only ending right. that's left is either is either he he dies in a massive effort of self-sacrifice or we get the, the Dark Knight Rises ending where Michael Caine was... sees him at a fucking restaurant and is like, oh, oh. Look, you, what I have to say, though, <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, that, that's my thoughts exactly, Brendan. And I think if we go down the... Uh, as, as frustrating as it would be to get that ending, mm. if we go down the route where Bond dies in this film, 
it has to be ambiguous for me. I can't, I can't have me. I, one of my do not wants is for a truly dead Bond. Yeah, right. um, I think it kills the franchise unless they do announce this is it. We're not doing any more. We're going to sell. And this is the Daniel Craig storyline is a James Bond who lives and has a lifetime and then dies in these five films. But it really breaks their model. You can't have Bond die on screen and be known to be dead. If there is some sort of ambiguity and he and, and there's a like even like uh, I mean, we say that. Um, that the Dark Knight Rises is, is the is the example to give, but you know, the Bourne Ultimatum is another fantastic one where it's quite a satisfying way to send off a character. That's you know, true. you see him, you know, he's floating in, the, in that mirrored image, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, I, I sincerely hope that Bond doesn't die and that we are just being misled. Um, yeah. Here is a potential spoiler. Um, and, and whether or not this is true or not, I don't know for 100%. Uh, but there was writing um, in, in a couple of media sources, probably the Daily Mail or some trash, but um, uh, also in the Bond community that uh, remember the, the press, um, I just said member, far out. Remember, let's, <laughs> use, Aussie, let's use the Queen's oh, remember English. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, the, remember the press conference a couple, couple years back? <laughs> oh, hello, steve Um <laughs> Oh, g'day, guys. <laughs> um, they were like, oh, we've never given the title of a film. At the, I can't remember the last time we did that. And it's like, you've literally done it for every press conference. You've announced the, the title of the film. The word on the street, on, on Bond Street, was that the original title that they were going for was called A Reason to Die. And the studio said, absolutely not. Don't call it that. And so then after a little bit, they were like, okay, let's call it No Time to Die. Um, whether or not that's true, I don't know, but... One of your big, big bombs that stayed with me, Brando, is is the uh, idea that James Bond might be a dad, a little daddy in this. Yes, and there's a line in one of the most recent trailers that really made me go, oh my God, I think he's got a little daughter. Um, which is the um, life, uh, Safin or Safin says, life is all about leaving something behind. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? That's mm. it, yeah. I personally love, love the idea of James Bond as a dad and having to face fatherhood. I think, you know, knowing what we know about the character now, it's, it's one thing that definitely... Uh, takes the character through to a new threshold. You know, it's learning that he can't achieve any other way. You know, it's a, it's like it would be a nice maturation for Bond. But then I would want the ending to be him off and living his life with his child. You know, like having having a retirement and uh, and raising a child. Like I would love that ending to to Craig's. Mm. And you know, and then you've still got you know you see James. The thing is, whatever comes next, if Eon continue. Um, making these Bond films, it's going to have to be a, a soft reboot again in the sense that um, my, my thing, I really want want Rafe and the gang to continue um, and I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. Yeah, it feels yeah, like the, yeah. the Craigiverse is is such a... Is its own, and that's a shame. That's a real shame because I think the world would be okay with that. Um, mm. I think, and, it, and it's very 
it's a good way to carry the DNA forward. If you're worried about the pressure of, of rebooting Bond again and, and, and finding a new audience or, you know, a refreshed audience, like bringing, bringing uh, Dame Judy across for Casino Royale was a big part of that film being successful, I think, with like, or being accepted by fans. It's like, well, at least, you know, oh, they're doing something new and it's not what I expect and I'm afraid, but at least they're, they're getting, it's still got M in it. Mm, you yeah. know, I think mm. it's important to have that carryover, even if it's just Q, you know, and, and Ben Wishaw doesn't even talk about anything to do with the old Bond anymore. But just to have that continuity, I think, is important for me. And I hope that in this film, one of the things that I do want is that they at least suggest what the future might hold for the franchise in some way. Nothing too clear or self-referential, but I want there to be something at the end, you know, an upending where it's like, the double O program will continue, you know, just to, like, we'll be back. Sort oh, of. I wonder if that's what they do. Yeah, because Fukunaga is on the record as saying that James Bond will return, will still be in the credits at the end of this film. Again, right. how much you believe of that is is kind of like, you know, how much is just lying to not give away the secrets. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, just on that, sorry, I, Jake, I actually, no, Jake, what do you think about uh, Daddy Dearest Bond? Daddy Dearest Bond. I can't shake that line from Safin, that it just feels a little bit, maybe it's me putting too much on uh, onto it, but it just feels pointed enough to to reference having a child, leaving a legacy. Um, I'm less convinced that we're going to see, uh, daddy bond. Why um, we call him daddy bond? <laughs> I'm more convinced that we're going to see dead bond. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I really think they're going to do it to us, but I think ending the bond brand now is suicide and ridiculous in this age of ip is gold and we've got reboot after remake after spin-off after you know every piece of branding and ip and trilogy like they would be mad whoever owns it whether it's eon whether it's mgm whether it's amazon they would be mad to not continue to make this character's story in some form or other. Well, here's a um, wild theory for you, based on that. Uh, I yeah. think they're going to do they're going to do that um, if it isn't Eon and Eon Cell. Um, I think there's something in the DNA of this film and the preparation of it in Lashana Lynch's character as being a carry-on. I, as I being agree. A, I don't think she'll obviously she's not James Bond, but I think there is yes, Jake, in this world, in this current modern world of IP is gold and yada yada yada. You give her a little film alongside the main fella and then you give her one of her own. And and if rumors are to be believed What we're waiting for the new bond. Uh, you know. in her Vanity Fair or Vogue article, it was confirmed that she is, spoilers, 007. Yeah, I hate that. And then I, I think that. I think that um, I think the future of the franchise. I think there would be a lot of people, particularly um, 
thinking about IP and and where the brand sits in the modern context that would probably be like, well, we can't make James Bond. Because I, I agree, I think making James Bond a woman, but Daniel Craig said this, he was like, I don't think it's right to to make James Bond a woman or, you know, blah, blah, blah. You should be writing proper good characters for people of colour and, and female act- actors. Um and I feel like that's it's sort of a cryptic clue. I feel it? like that's yeah, that's a bit of a nod saying but there's that's nothing saying do. that a 007 has to be James, James Bond. Bond. So so this means that oh, okay, so it said in that article that she is 007 in the film. Is this a film where James Bond comes out of retirement for one last job so, or, so is, or he's is she retired the from end? the start? He is? Have we got that Confirmed. Yeah, so the synopsis yeah. of the I'm film sure. the synopsis of the film says that um he's enjoying retirement in Jamaica um when Felix Leiter pulls him out for one last uh, for help on a mission. Um and uh, well here's here's a theory for you. Um oh actually just on the on the James Bond is he dead or is he a daddy thing? Um mm. there's a is he dead or is he a daddy? <laughs> yeah, or is he both a dead dad? <laughs> Um, there is a shot in the trailer that's there's a couple of shots from that room where we are assuming that you know daniel craig bond comes up the stairs with the gun and um he comes across saffin and saffin's like you know uh 007 license to kill i could be looking at my own reflection um and if we're we might be being misled by the editing, but the editing has it that he says that room, that line in that room. There is a shot of Daniel Craig's Bond screaming in agony at something happening just off and down from him in that room. And as he's screaming, Madeline Swan is seen in the doorway running in and she stops and looks quite like... <gasps> Uh, taken aback by it now look there have been crazy talks of Vespalin's clone turning up that Safin's plot is about cloning that there's all this kind of stuff I don't know there's talk about daughters who knows look, clones no clones just on Let's daddy bond uh, there's two reasons why I, I, I'm still not convinced that it is daddy bond uh, A is that Cubby Broccoli always said that bond should never there should never be kids in bond mil- movies that was one of the golden rules that he had as a producer of the films. Um, and the other thing is that if you're telling me that the story from Casino Royale to now is true, no one's having kids after they've had their bollocks, absolutely bollocksed, like he has them in Casino Royale. No yep. way. They'd be, yep. they'd explode. They would explode. <laughs> He's in hospital for months recovering from that. They don't work. Yeah. Ladies and they gentlemen, don't they don't work. There are other ways. <laughs> there are other ways. Yeah, maybe he, he stored his semen in a um, in a lockup, you know, at Kew Branch or something. Be part of the below, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, another thing that makes me think uh, that it very well could be dead Bond is that in the Fukunaga interview that came out today, he revealed that because there was all this speculation that Danny Boyle was fired because he wanted to kill Bond and that Broccoli and Craig didn't want that. 
But the article today, Fukunaga said that the reason that Boyle left the project is because his script was too kind of whimsical and kind of, it was lighter in tone. So it was more of a Roger Moore, Brosnan type whimsical bond. And they were like, absolutely not. No, no, no. We need to get it a bit more serious, um, but also humorous because they brought Waller Bridge in. So there's a part... very serious. It, it does look very serious, yeah. Except mm. it, there are some genuine moments in those trailers that I'm just super fucking excited for. Oh, um, yeah. Very colourful, playful sort of palette and look to it, yes, I think, as yeah. well. Which, yeah. But, yeah. One of my favourite exchanges is the... Um, uh, if I don't make it out of here... Blow, uh, blow them all to shit. She's like, you don't have enough explosives for that. He's like, they don't know that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great line. Um, oh, what was I going to move to? Was the definition so point much. on Dead Bond? You did. Pretty much, yeah. I think, yeah. I think Fukunaga, yeah, being, saying that his film is a bit more serious, I think that kind of puts to bed the idea that Boyle wanted to kill Bond and they didn't. Sure. I Maybe it was the other way around. I can't get around it. And look, I don't know if I'm completely against it. Um, I think yeah, it's where do just, you stand on it? Uh, look, if it's done well, it's done well. And, and, I'll, and I'll enjoy it. Um, but if he is truly dead, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt you in terms of the overall... Not really. I, I think my, my big fear is that it's just kind of like I just... I just hope it's not the end of, of the Bond films. Um, mm. That's kind of my hope. I, I, I hope it's not the last one. But who knows? Who knows? Very well could be. And, and if that's the case, 25 films is quite a lot. <laughs> it's, nah, it's not the last yeah, one. There'll yeah. be plenty of Bond. I hope yet. so. I hope so. I hope <laughs> we're still doing this podcast in 20 years. <laughs> you know, there'll be three films at the rate that they're going, but... <laughs> in that time uh, and okay. what else do you expect from the film what i mean before we get into what we like clear what we want and what we don't want based on what you know um well, yeah what do you expect we've do- mentioned that there's you know a global uh more imminent threat we're all kind of agreed on that yeah we know that bond's coming out of retirement we kind of know all the main players and the main locations outside yes. of all that stuff what are you expecting uh, I'm expecting the the performances to be amazing. I think they're going to be pretty spectacular. What else am I expecting? I don't know. I think I think, um, I think Anna Diarmas has always based on her costuming alone. Um, she's got always one struck- scene. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Two. Well, she's maybe. Me as maybe being a double agent because I thought I think oh. she's, she's costumed like a villain. I know it's, she's just wearing black, but she really looks like a sort of hench woman. I think you know the very mm. severe look. I, I know she's Felix's contact in Colombia, and she might it might be as simple as that. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, maybe I'm sort of expecting that. But. She does. I think she does fight um, in that little kicking scene that's in the trailer. She's kicking people who are dressed the same. As the people that Anna uh, that that Lashana Lynch kills, He's shooting it. Yeah, sure. Um, that's got to be not. the rescue of David Densick's scientist. 
um, that Lashana Lynch um, repels up with. That's oh, yeah. I think that's David Densick, who is um, mm. somehow related, I think, to the Safin plot. Um, I have actually. I want to send you, you boys, something. Um, Ooh, I'll send I'm it in the messenger. This I'm was a prediction of mine from like three years ago. Oh yeah, I think Craig's going to be spectacular in this. Yeah, really no, I've do. got a feeling that this is going to be his best. Which is a tough. That that will be tough. Yeah. I, okay. To top yeah. Casino. I don't think it'll be his best. You think Casino's okay. still above? I don't. Yeah. There is mm. something about Casino that I I I wonder if it's ever going to get knocked off for me. Oh, even seeing in the in that trailer where they show the clips from Casino, seeing him again is enough to just make me go, oh, it's it's all it's already an iconic historic performance. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. It's like, will this reach that level? I don't know. Some... I watched it two nights ago and I sent Brandon a message directly after it saying Casino Royale is clearly the greatest Bond film of all time. Which like changes the Trayvon rating even rating. further. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I amazing. You and I and uh, look, you can't I you can't go past it. Every moment I was just like Yeah man. And if no time to do, if the script and the performances are close to Casino, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I have the feeling that this film will write Daniel's course. I feel like the overall... his trajectory, mm. yes, I feel like it's going to be a, a course correction of things got a little bit big, things got a little bit wacky, by the end of Spectre, MI6 is, you know, exploding and all that kind of crazy stuff. And I just have a feeling that this is going to be really centering for him. And, it, I'm expecting, and it's going to be a kick-ass kick yeah. performance. I'm expecting probably one, one area where I will, I mean, I swear by the visuals in Casino Royale, I think Martin Campbell um, and his city. Who, who was sitting on Casino? I don't even know. Um, oh, uh, did it. Uh, yeah, well, they did a like a fantastic job. The color palette and the sort of the visual Mayhew, structure. Mayhew, that, Phil Mayhew, Phil Mayhew. That like, Casino is so good because it's got a it's got a foot in that traditional method of filmmaking, and mm-hmm. you know it's the opposite to Quantum, which is hyperactivity in in the edit. It's more patient and, and realized. But I think this is going to top Casino visually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I I love every shot I've seen. I think the colors are just. Yeah unbelievable um mm. i think when a movie can make me go how the hell did they do that how the hell did they achieve that look um that does a lot for me and the first time i saw the lane the land rover secret uh, sequence oh the, yep yep i was like i'm looking at this and i know it's real but i i do not understand how they did like, and I think that isn't going to be the only moment like that. I think this film is going to be chock full of how the hell did they do this? Yeah. <laughs> there know? really feels like there's going to be some great set pieces. Not, yeah, just not even set pieces alone. You know what I mean? It's just like the entire, it just looks so 
well constructed. Oh, the shots, it, the it, shots of Madeline and Bond in the bed. Everything's so still. Just like, so still. That's the most like beautiful, sensual thing I've mm. ever seen in a Bond film. And I've only seen like yeah. a, a half of a millisecond of it in a trailer. Yeah, I freaking love Fukunaga. And and the I was looking in that latest trailer, the US, uh, the US trailer that shows Cassandra Real, the one I mentioned, it, I think it shows you the biggest look at that sequence with the DB5 um, spinning with the machine guns. And mm. it gives you a really good look at like an in-sequence moment and just his understanding of camera and just the subtle little things he's doing. There's this shot where it's a kind of still a shot more still shot which pulls back behind the bells and the bells are in the top of the frame in the oh, foreground yes. and then there's this shot and i think this is in sequence that comes around the corner and it's more handheld and it's just kind of moving in a little bit it's not crazy handheld stuff it's just a camera operator reacting to a frenetic moment and trying to be real you know what i mean it's like there's all this really good stuff at play and yeah and then the more finer technical uh, things of, of eye lines and positioning when they're in the car. You see the shot of the the, gla the, the glass, the, the, the bullets pounding the glass and the shot of Madeline mm -hmm. and the shot of Bond. Just that, you know, there's you've got the three, I've talked about it before, but you've got the 3D base of action and a director's job until things become completely 3D is to convert that 3D space of action so that it makes sense in the 2D space of a screen. You know, the 2D planes that are at play in a screen. So positioning faces against each other is a big part of the job and i just think mm. this is going to be full of just really elegant work um yeah yeah i'm so excited i think even if even if narratively it's a letdown this will still be a winner yeah me, yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. And the music. Brandon, as well, what have you sent me? Okay, so oh. gentlemen, I've sent you something from two years ago that I posted on on Reddit, uh, and I'll pop it up now for the folks at home who are playing along. There you go. Mm. Now these were the these were the cast announcement photos uh, that popped up on social media and during the live event when they announced Bond Twenty Five was starting shooting at that event in Jamaica. Do you remember that? So this was yeah, when we yeah. first learnt who the main players were in No Time to Die. Now, my theory is that everyone whose photo is to the left of their name is a bad guy and everyone whose photo is to the right of their name is a good guy. So Bond, obviously a good guy. Lashana Lynch, Anna de Armas, Naomi Harris, Rafe Fiennes, Ben Whishaw and Jeffrey Wright in the bag think Tanner's a baddie? Yes. So, Tanner is the key to this for me. Bond is Why? famous at reusing and recycling plot lines they didn't use and discarded from previous films. In one of the original scriptings for Spectre, Tanner was a double agent. He was blackmailed to leak information um, to Spectre. And it ended up that he was a bad guy. And he was in the script, I believe, given the option by Bond, uh, the same option that Bond gives uh, Colonel Smythe in Octopussy, the novel, of Ooh. I can either take you in as a tre uh, for treason or I put the gun down and I leave the room. And then Tanner gets himself because the shame of being brought in for that would be too much. I like this theory, but are you are you firm on uh, 
Madeline Swan being a baddie? I'm firm on Madeline Swan being a baddie for most of the film. I mean, it's I think it's pretty clear from the trailer that she's that she loves Bond, but there's all the stuff of um uh why would I betray you? Well, we all have secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. She obviously can't be prosecuted, though, because she sticks around a lot. <laughs> no, but I think that um, that note that Bond is holding as well in front of the grave that says, forgive, forgive me, me, was written because it's written on hotel letterhead and they're staying at a hotel in Matera, I believe. Um, she's written that note. Now... This is a spoiler that's not in the trailers, uh, but it is something that I remember seeing from the behind-the-scenes photos that got You're a bloody detective, you from are. Matera. There is an explosion that happens in a graveyard at Matera. There were photos of mm. the stuntman getting thrown back by the explosion. And so him seeing that note with the forgive me kind of thing, I think is then what happens... The explosion happens and then it's the whole thing of him running back. Now, okay, I've got a whole sequence pictured out here as well. Let me just get into this. This is how I think Matera goes. Is this the pre-title right. sequence? I think Matera is the pre-title sequence, yes. I don't know Ooh, where shooting the girl in, through the ice falls in for Safin. That, yeah, that sure. could be pre-title sequence. There's a rumour that this is the longest pre-title sequence. It'll beat Maybe it's, the 19, 17 minutes of um, World Is Not Enough. It could be like a 20-minute pre-titles. Wow. But I think we start in Matera with the two of them, loved up. They're driving in the car. There's the shot of him tussling her hair, and it's like, oh. oh. There's a bit, of a, <laughs> a bit of hooky going on at the... In the you know the sensual shots in the in the hotel, stay with me. Um, <laughs> then we've got that lovely shot of Leia Seydoux, uh just wearing a, a man's shirt, an oversized shirt. Uh, lovely, you can see a little bit. Not everything tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you're pitching it. <laughs> and then Bond and her have a stroll. She writes the well. That's before the love making. Obviously, you get a stroll in before you do the love making. It's a bit of a warm up, a stretch. Uh, she writes the note because she's got a note there and she's kind of like, she lights it on fire and sets it off the thing, blah, blah, blah. I think that's the note that he found. Oh my God, I've just thought she of that on it. the deck. But she threw it, so she didn't leave it for him. She, It was something else. It was something else. Yes. Okay. Ah! And then Bond has gone down to this grave in Matera, Italy. Whose grave would be in Matera, Italy? Bloody Vesper Lins. Vesper's So grave. he's gone to go... I got over you. I've got a, I've got a hot Deep blonde cliff. now. Yeah, and he digs her up and he's like strangling the skeleton. No, no, he doesn't do that. <laughs> that was deleted. Um, then the grave blows up, right? And he's all dazed and confused. And he's he always sees... always a bit of a bombshell. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he sees the young fella running away from him and he starts chasing the, the young fella but he's a bit Young concussed. Fella. Yeah, because no there's, there's that shot that was played of the Tonight Show where he's chasing the boy on the bridge and then he stops oh, yeah. and he's kind of a bit confused and it it's, looks like he's kind of being like, why the fuck am I chasing this kid? And then the gunshots go off behind him, turns around on the bridge, there's a fucking Maserati or something coming for him, ducks down, car goes over, he <laughs> bloody runs... Um, and and has a, a jump. He jumps off. 
the bridge and he comes down then he's like oh fuck what's going on and he's like running through Matera then Primo Primo comes played by Dali Bensala uh, he's the fella on the bike that Bond then corners in one of the streets knocks him off the bike fucking punches him I think he punches a soft wericle uh, no, he punches him so hard in the eye that he explodes his eye. His eye pops out or something like that. It's a real eye at this point. He no, gets, can't be. He gets the bike. Let me finish. He gets the bike, <laughs> goes up, and he goes up to the hotel where he says the line in the trailer, the past isn't dead. And then he's like, get in the fucking car, Madeline. Get in the fucking car. We're taking the DB5. And then they do it. They're driving. She's like, why would I betray you? And he's like, we all have our secrets. I just didn't get to yours yet. And then they're driving and they're, and, and they're, 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 they're fucking shooting. And who's got the bike again? It's Primo. And, and it's like, what the fuck? He's got another bike. That guy was dead. He's like, you fucking knocked my eye out. Start popping. And James Bond is in the it's middle of material. Well, it's not softwareical yet. And, and he's that there. That comes later. That comes later. And it looks like it's got all shit oh, on it. Maybe it is softwareical and it just pops out. Mm. And he's like, I've got to get mm. that fucking re- repaired by bad guy Q. Right? Yeah, bad So Q. then James Bond is sitting in Matera and he's like, fuck this noise. I've retired. I thought I could trust this woman. This is never going to end, is it? They're just going to keep coming. And he's just sitting there. The baddies are like, pop, 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 shooting the Aston Martin. And he's like, this is it. There is time to die, and it's right fucking now. <laughs> and then, and then Madeline, as she does in the trailer, is like, James, 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 please, please. Like, not like this. And he does the, okay. And then he fucking pops the machine guns out, <laughs> gets them, knocks them all, except for Primo, who's like, I'm wise to you, buddy. We've got a couple of fights coming. And then they drive off and Bond takes her to a train station and he's like, out, get out. You're on the train. I never want to see you again. And then she's like, no, 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 please, please. I love you. I love you. And he's like, you, I don't even know who you are anymore. And he just stands there sad on the train as she's like walking past the window. It's like, no, no, oh, no, no, seen, Bond. Have you seen that? But, yeah, it's in the trailer. Bond, Bond, uh, Bond, Bond. And I then we get this shot of the train going off. And then what do we hear? Do, 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 do. Daniel Kleinman fades that fucking shot into the title sequence. We get the best Daniel Kleinman title sequence. Bond film happens. That's my bit. That's my <laughs> Matera sequence. Keep going. Going. Oh, what okay. Next? Then, I think you could do the whole film. Then, do the whole thing, mate. then I think we cut forward to years, right? And years? it's like it's a couple of years later. Oh, you're fucking nailing this. And he's in Jamaica, and he's fucking. He's gone. He's out like on his boat ball. and everything like yeah. that. Drinking, drinking the worm in the bottle. Yep. Yeah. And that's when he runs into. To um, from Langley. Yeah, yeah, Felix. And I think you know that shot where Bond's like walking past the shutters and he's got his spear gun out. Yes. I think Lashana Lynch has broken into his um his bungalow there, who he's seen at the club the night before. And and he's like, oh, who's this hot piece of ass? And she's broken in, and she's like. 
<laughs> but they don't. <laughs> they don't do it. Not yet. That's all I've got. <laughs> I think You've got I think thirty is... minutes of the film. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's the full pre-title sequence, but that is. There might be something, some B story spliced in there. Yeah, um, there could be. Maybe there's maybe the, the saffron through the ice right at the start. And then it comes into yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So this yes, I I've thought about this as well because it still works flowing into my Matera sequence, which I hope they yeah. shot. Um, you nailed it. Is that that sure. that thing of Saffin shooting her through the ice? That's Madeline. It's a bloody flashback. Yeah, as a kid. yeah. As a kid. and that's yeah. the story of that she tells Inspector, where she's like, "Daddy, he didn't know that Daddy kept a handgun next to the bleach under the kitchen sink. She's popped a couple off." He, she shot him where his... Oh, this is another Dr. No thing as well. She shot him where his heart should be, but Dr. No's heart is in the centre rather than on the left-hand side, like most people, because there's a bullet hole through Saffin's um, coat and his mask has been shot. And he's like, <gasps> on the thing, and he's come back to life, and everyone's like, fucking how? He was shot through the heart and in the face. Well, the mask protected uh-huh. him, and his heart's not there, is it? And he's got yeah. up and, and he's seen her running off, this little kid, and she falls through the ice. And he's like, and everyone's like, oh, he's going to let her die. But he doesn't. He shoots through the ice, pulls Madeline's swan up, and... Marries her? No, because of the age gap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that when he, talks, when he says in love with Madeline Swan... And then we cut to away from that. So we see him kind of approach. He shoots through the ice. He pulls her out. And then we cut from that. And Madeline wakes up in the bed and she's like. (gasps) (sighs) (sighs) And then we're in. Then we're in Matera. Yeah. Then we're in Matera. Any questions? (laughs) (laughs) You rest your case. I'm sorry. I thought that was a figure of speech. Is it going to be the best climber, do we think? It has to be, doesn't it? Got to be. He's had so hard long. Hard to beat <laughs> Skyfall. Hard to beat Skyfall, hard to beat Goldeneye. Yeah. But... Uh... I tell you what, I his little thing he did for the uh, Formula One, for the Aston Martin team, I was like... Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Could we be getting another Casino Royale title sequence? Perhaps. I, maybe. Oh. They're going to do the Casino Quantum silhouette sort of... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited it, for this film. Sorry. It will start with a gun barrel, won't it? Has to. Do you, do you promise me, Brandon? Fukunaga promised us. He goes, five white dots on a black screen, James Bond appears, and you're in. Don't fuck me, Fukunaga. Don't fuck me. <laughs> Put a lot of faith in you for this. Oh dear! I'm I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I don't know. You don't think it'll be at the start? It was at the start of Spectre. It's going to be at the start. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. And silly sci-fi. I'm a bit cautious about some silly sci-fi. Do we think we're getting it? Like, you know me. I love my silly, silly stuff. 
if I was to make a Bond film, I'm sure it would be very silly. Um, but this just looks too serious to like all the marketing and the, the story they built on throughout, you know, building on Craig's tenure. It's going to be a, a more serious, grounded film with a global world ending Avengers level threat. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's got to be believable. I hope they're not doing something yeah. stupid. You can't get away with, with stupid sci-fi stuff in Craig era Bond. You can't do it. No. What do you boys mm. think of that glider? Because I've got to tell you, I get very serious Die Another Day vibes from that well, glider. Well, like that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think that is a danger zone for silly sci-fi stuff. Mm. The, the two-hour 50 runtime is a, is a danger zone for a bit too much excess in that department Ooh, you know what i mean it's like yeah. will these little sequences overstay their welcome will there be too many of them um mm. can we cut the glider <laughs> you know that sort of <laughs> that sort is of is the thing. glider a gadget or a vehicle it's a, well well actually yeah there might actually have to be a debate about that because a glider is a glider a vehicle yeah okay there you go case case closed <laughs> <laughs> You sit in it, but, you pilot but it. it comes from Q. He's in the plane. Q also gives James Bond his cars, which That's are vehicles. Right. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. This has been this has been firmly debated. I don't know why we're still debating the science here. <laughs> Anything that you don't want, Brandon? Are there any other red flags? Well, I feel like I just yeah. spoke for about twenty minutes. <laughs> so J Jake, <laughs> what have you he got? Doesn't know anything. What's something you don't want? Um, what's something I don't want? Um, we've we we just touched on it. I'm not too keen on silly sci-fi. Um, yeah, that would be great. Uh, no COVID. Um, I think actually, I think that's going to be in it. Yeah. Really? Well, there's something about weaponizing humans. Yeah. I think yes. there's a virus. Make humans the weapon. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be the weapon? And I think it's tied somehow to people's DNA because the way the way Madeline reacts. No clones, though. Went, no, 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 no. But I think so. There's the shot of of Bond when he's in that Spectre thing, and Anna de Armas is like, "Oh my God!" She starts backing up, and Bond looks around, and there's this like haze around them, and just before the shot cuts out, you can see that all of the Spectre agents or whoever they are start collapsing, but Bond doesn't. Goldfinger. And when Goldfinger. Madeline... When oh, right. Ma yeah, it's like Goldfinger. Yeah, it's a big con. And when Madeline <laughs> is there um, in the that little interrogation room uh, and he shows her the mask or she shows him or something and he goes to touch her, she pulls back and she goes, you don't know what this is? Like she, he's infected. Mm. Oh. Bond's Zombie infected. Bond. Well, something. Oh, oh, maybe that's something why there. Bond has to chooses to sacrifice himself. Maybe he's infected. Maybe. Sorry, Bloody Jake. Hell. I did jump jump in on you there. Oh no, that's fine. I mean, you've got theories. And another thing. <laughs> very impressive. Um, yeah, I feel like I've seen the movie now. <laughs> You've painted a really bloody great picture. I really it. think I'm onto something with that Matera thing. Oh, 100%. Oh, it's, I totally buy it. I think yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close. 
I've, yeah. I've, the thing that doesn't make sense for me is is Primo. Are there two bikes? Uh, are there two bikes? Is that yeah. does that? Because I've got Bond. In theory? I've got Bond getting on the bike to get back to Madeline. But then when he rocks up at the DB5 to shoot, he has a bike. So Primo's got a bike. Uh, yeah, good point. It could be the other way around. DB5. Uh, no. Could be clones. Could be clones. That's could be it. clones. Likely. I think we might be getting clones. Oh, I also think that that is uh, the soft wearicle eye. I think yep. there's that shot of Bond, and he he turns, and it's in the trailer, and it's like all this like oh, thing, it's, it's like, like trans- searching um, you know, for like Terminator stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's like searching for 007 or that that's kind of stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I think that's him because Bond, when he looks, he's like, "I know you." What are you doing here? There's that look in his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. clear as day. Sorry, Jake. Again, I've interrupted you. You continue. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. Um, He's got nothing what, to what say. I, what I don't want. I mean, I... why don't you use this time to prepare your thinking? I mean, well, I can't because it's so engaging <laughs> that I have to pay attention. All right. So I, I can only focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, you're still padding, um... not thinking. The same. Yeah, no. Well, I can't do two things at once. I look. What I don't want is I just don't. Oh, Maybe I don't Jake, know. you don't I've want anything too self-referential. Maybe I just I'm really convinced that this is actually going to be the greatest Bond film, and that. I'm not really going to get anything that I don't like. Ooh. You think it's going to be an absolute banger? I, I, I really kind of do, actually. Mm. I'm with That's you. Just, I think it's going to be a banger. It's just intuitive. It's just intuitive. And I may be putting it on a pedestal because I'm just so amped to see it. I lost my train what Sorry. I was going to say. <laughs> no, I just, I just think that this, what I've seen so far is just, it looks so stunning. I think it's going to be a really emotional film. I think it's going to be emotional for the actors, but I also think it's going to be incredibly emotional for us. I think it's going to be a real, real gut wrencher, a real tear jerker. Um, Probably because I'm st- I'm just convinced that we're going to have to say goodbye to. Well, we are. We're saying goodbye to Daniel's Bond. But Would I you think say that's gonna... your your expectation that Bond dies? Are you expecting it? Not that you want it, but is that your? I'm at, I'm 100 expecting him to die, especially yeah. after that most recent trailer. I'm like, they're going to kill him. They're mm. actually going to kill him. Um, uh, let's say this. I just I just oh. keep going back to this changes everything. Yes, uh, yeah, you know. From the very beginning, it was like, this film changes everything. I've got an idea. I think we go through, we say one thing we don't want, one thing we do we do want, and one thing we're expecting. If we get an expecting right, we get one point. Right. If we get a, um, uh, a want, and it's in the film, you get two points if something you don't want is in the film you get negative 
two points. And then Great. we tally that up. Well, oh. I don't want cloning. Don't want cloning. Okay. Don't want cloning. Darbs has cloning. Jake, what's a don't want? Oh, I find that the hardest one. <laughs> Come on, what's something in, in a Bond film um, that you've hated? Think of something from Die Another Day or... Oh, God. Moonraker. Not yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies. That sh- I think we're going to get the big self-referential franchise look uh, nostalgia in this movie or do you think it'll be more like just little touches like the db7 and the i think it'll be little touches i don't look yeah i think them referencing them referencing other films in the trailer is as far as i think they're gonna go but i think there's gonna be there's gonna be nods everywhere so if you could put that into a i don't want sentence (laughs) for me um, I don't want, what don't I really, what, what do I really, what's a pet peeve in Bond films? Yeah, pet me? peeve. Big pet peeves. Um, but I see pet peeves, it's like, we're not going to get them in a Daniel Craig. I mean, mm, I just don't think it's going to turn into die another day. I don't, oh, I hope it's not. It has potential though. It has the potential to be the Daniel Craig die another day because it's global, it's global problems. It's big stuff. It's CG. It's like, are we going to get a Daniel Craig well, Icarus? The pattern, um, the pattern though, because everyone goes, oh, all the last Bond films are wacky and stupid and they're kind yeah. of their worst. I think that's not true for all of them. I think that's true for Connery, Diamonds Are Forever, Silly and Stupid, but... Lazenby, that's a fucking banger, even though it is yeah. also his first. But bear with me. Roger Moore, A View to a Kill. Uh, look, I can see the argument for stupid and silly and maybe his worst. Oh, it's a pass. Yeah, I, yeah. License to Kill, though, that's a pretty bloody good Bond film. Then you've got Brosnan with Die Another Day and then you go to Craig. He's the outlier. I think you go bad, good, bad, good, Bad, Daniel Craig, six, thumbs up. Is <laughs> hoping. I think I think all of the serious bonds end on a good note. Lazenby, Dalton, Craig, and yeah. the wackadoo bonds. Well, walk out the. I couldn't think of anything. Get Maybe out. Maybe you don't want a major flub, but that's too. That's too. But this vague. is the thing. It's like, too vague, I, isn't it? I keep yeah. thinking. I keep thinking. You know, I don't. I don't want to die another day. I don't want a gritty teeth brozzy. I don't want a dumb Bond. I don't want a clown Bond. You know, I don't want a Bondola Bond. We're not going to get any of that. That doesn't exist in the Craig universe. Like, no, it really I think doesn't. The best, doesn't. the best I can do is like the stuff that makes that takes the wind out of the Craig films. I don't know. It's those moments in. Those and moments story in decisions. Inspector, it's story related normally, I think. And your yeah, kind of fear yeah. about cloning, I think, is justified. And I think it's got more to do with the handling of the narrative, right? I've got a hundred percent faith that Daniel can bring bring it home. Like 
His performance is going to be amazing. It's a really solid cast. It's a fantastic director with a great track record. There's a lot at stake. So everyone is really going to be pushing for this to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I guess my my one thing that I don't want is it to be, I guess, with that runtime, over overstuffed with... I don't know how to describe it. Just overstuffed with those with those plot devices and and like hangings on unnecessary of unnecessary of, drab. Yeah. Okay, that it's like mm. yeah. I've got two options. Then feel free to take them or not. But there were two things that we kind of talked about that could kind of fall into that. One is, do you you could not want Safin to be Doctor No. And the other one that I think you were a little bit about was Daddy Daddy Bond. Right. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with Daddy Bond. Wouldn't have a problem with that? Okay. I think I would have more of a problem with Safin as Dr. No. Ooh, okay. Is so that your if I was gonna If I was going to pick out of those two, I would pick Safin as Dr. No. Doesn't have that to be, be like, those two. I was just saying, thinking about things we talked about today. I would just, it's a bit of a cop-out kind of response because it is broad and vague, but it is something that has come up throughout our history of Trey Bond is that I don't want No Time to Die to be the kind of Bond film that is overstuffed and undernourished. Okay. I don't want this one of Craig's. We'll deliberate. We will deliberate on this in our review, and if we find that it is overstuffed and undernourished, then... Yes. It doesn't that matter was... if you liked it, if the majority yeah. of us... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if it looks like you're going to win on the point tally and you're like, no, I don't think it was understuffed and undernourished, just so you can win the points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this goes... But I think, it's, I think it could be clearly argued whether or not No Time to Die has turned out to be an overstuffed and undernourished Bond film. We've seen examples of it before. A lot of our past Bonds have fallen victim to those types of Bond films. Spectre came very close. Line. But I love, I love, <laughs> I do like Spectre. I do like Spectre. I, I really like Spectre until I don't. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But I just, I just hope that that trajectory doesn't, doesn't continue with No Time to Die. I don't want it to be overstuffed with this long run time of undernourishing narrative devices and plot points and just like your answers. I was just about to you beat me to it. <laughs> what about you, Brando? What um, don't you want? Look, I'm going to take a gamble here because mm -hmm. the more I've talked about it, his heart being in the wrong place, the no mask, the title, no time to die. Look, this is me maybe playing you guys into the game a little bit here, but I'll stand by it. I don't oh. want Lucifer Safin to be revealed to be Dr. No. That's my that's my daddy no no. <laughs> all right, all right, I like it. Daddy um, no likey. <laughs> well, as for uh, things to expect, I don't know if my answer works. Tell me, coach me. Um, I expect... The Lashana Lynch storyline. This is kind of a Jake answer. Oh, um, look out. I expect the Lashana, the Lashana Lynch 007 storyline to leave us a little cold. I think we're not going Ooh, to okay. like her as an actor, or we're just, or, or that's the sort of, you know what? This movie might have worked without 
without the Charnel Lynch. Might have worked oh. a bit better. Maybe that's some of the overstuffing creeps in. Do, okay, can I clarify yeah. then? Do you think, yeah. just so for the answer to be clear, because I will mm. say, I've seen Lashana Lynch in other stuff, and I've I've actually really liked her. Interesting. Um, so would you say like playing it a we won't too like cool. her, or we won't like the character? Oh no, more well. She, me for me personally, because Halle Berry's a fantastic actor, but I can't fucking stand Jinx. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried that she's trying to play it a little too cool, just based on everything that I've seen. I don't okay. like the stupid glasses. Uh, that she's got in the in the car. Dude, that's costume designer. You can't blame Lashana for that. <laughs> it, is, it is, but that seems to be where some of her problem is because, I mean, say what you will about neon du- duo-tone lighting, which is very popular now. But that, that, that Caribbean uh, club that scene club. with the, the green and pink, I don't like that too much, and I don't like the aesthetic in that moment and that's very much tied to her as well so she has been a sort of red flag for me throughout the oh, really the lead i up. think that club i was like oh my god finally a club that i looks like something i'd want to go to in those yeah, trailers right. that's so interesting i think it's probably more that i just don't like the that lighting system yeah right i think it's really unrealistic it's very think, it's a very youtube to me that lighting it is yeah yeah i mean like with your blue light like that's what that, that this is the method that pe- that people kind of use is two yeah. tones of lighting to give you give a, like a nice sort of look to things and um yeah if it's if it's not motivational you've got problems for me yeah um if Fair. the club doesn't realistically look like it could be lit that way then yeah but because yeah. you expect not to like Lynch's performance or not to like Lynch's character? I expect character? to not like the character. Not like the character. Okay. I'm going to say Lynch will let me down. Holy shit. What? What? Daniel Craig has been made an honorary commander in the Royal Navy. What? Oh, my God. Commander Craig has said, I am truly privileged and honoured to be appointed the rank of honorary commander in the senior service. Oh, oh, that is amazing. That is incredible. That just (laughs) came through as we're recording this podcast. Wow. Wow. Commander. That's pretty cool. That's That's a huge honor. That's incredible. Wow. God, the impact. That's got to be a captain's call from Boris, surely. Yeah, right. Although I don't know God. if he can appoint that. There is no other character in the world that would do that. No. No, that's, that is incredible. Look, Jake, you're back now. You've got your charger. Mm. What mm, is yeah. your expectation? Remember, this is worth one point. Could right. make all the difference. What are you expecting from the film? I could have gone for film? something really simple then to get a, a point <laughs> well, in the bag. Well, you're locked in. <laughs> Like gun barrel. Uh. <laughs> Very um, true. But that's boring. That's boring. We don't. We live on the edge. Yeah, people hate safeties. Well, look, it's it's pretty easy for me. My expectation is that James Bond 007 dies. That's your expectation. Well, he's not 007. He is James Bond. My expectation is that James Bond will die at the end of this film. Oh, okay. Oh, 
he's not 007 in this film at all. Or will Never. they reinstate I don't him as think, 007? I don't think he then will they be. they can't say that he's uh, Daniel Craig as James Bond 007. In the in title the, sequence? The title oh, shit. Shit. Because yeah. it's Lashana Lynch is 007. Daniel Craig is James Bond, yes. James Bond, James Bond 007. As Ian Fleming's James Bond in. Ooh. Mm. I had not considered that. I wonder if they reinstate him as 007 for the mission. Well, you, that would be a dumb bit of plotting, though, because you'd just give him 009, so sorry, mate. Yeah, you know? and she doesn't die. She looks like she's there till the end of the film. Yeah, we've got her in all our systems as 00. It's going to be a major effort. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. also like the fucking potential uproar that would... Th she's like, I'll go public with this. Yeah. Are you serious? Would that mean if, if they had to reinstate... Um, James Bond as 007, would he have to go out and kill two more people to get the 007? <laughs> no, I think it, it carries over. I don't think would you have to do that. Would they the original two? No, no, have, no, no, no. You've got to go out and kill His license two. didn't expire. He just... Um, <laughs> yeah. It's for life? The license to kill is for life even if you retire? I would say so. Look, those <laughs> those killings stay with you, so I think the license would as well. It's <laughs> 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 why he drinks. <laughs> All right, so your expectation is that Bond dies. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. What is my expectation? My expectation. Ooh. My expectation is that Bond doesn't sleep with anyone except for Madeline Swan in this film. I thought you were just going to say he doesn't sleep. Yeah, he's coked up. Coked to the gills. <laughs> That's what that nightclub scene is. It's where he goes in. Really? <laughs> Uh, I think I think no the, making except for maybe the, in the is uh, the, the pre-title sequence as I yeah. described earlier. Her in a lovely yeah. shirt. You don't see everything. Um, Enough. That that would be my expectation. Is that I think, and I think it's because we're going to see a lot of broken-hearted Bond a bit. Mm. God, everything sucks. That's tough because <laughs> he could have. Jeez, I'm playing you into the game again here because he's in Jamaica. There's a very good chance that he's like just bonking a, a rando like he does in Skyfalls uh, on the beach. That's right. Good way to get over it. <sighs> Damn it. Mm. I think I played you in there again. Uh, Madeline is only sex. Sexy time. <laughs> I have a quick question just to interject. Very quick. Um, if Bond is a dad... Daddy Bond, yes. Who's the mother? Madeline. Madeline. Mads. Mads. Mads Mickelson. Okay. No, it has, to, it has to be. has to be. There was yeah. this idea that Vespa could be the mother, but I was like, what? How? But, the, okay, so this is why I don't... Okay. Brain thought. Bondiverse? I don't think Bond is a dad. Not yet. I mean, one, he can't be. Maybe Madeline is pregnant. Uh. Yeah, one, he can't be. But there's not enough time for the kid. Because we've well, seen... Well, it's between the two, in the two years, in the Jamaica years. What if he has a child with it's Madeline? It's how long that time jump is from train into climate. Like a two-year-old. And they've just hidden, hidden it from the trailers and everything. And that's what makes the, comp the relationship that little bit more complicated is it's actually a broken 
parental relationship. It's only 21st century. Yeah. If they Maybe. do it, it undermines. They wouldn't have a two-year-old though on the set. Torture scene. It does undermine it quite a bit, doesn't it? It it really does undermine it because it's. But if there's a chance, him, you know. It could be a chance. They're <laughs> smattered. <laughs> they are gone. The fact that Bond talks... The fact that Bond doesn't... Bond, James Bond. He's a castrati. I would love to talk to a doctor qualified in that specific field and go through that title and go through that torture sequence and go, that's how many hits it took. <laughs> Is it possible? Can it happen? Yeah. After that many hits, at that intensity, yeah. could he do it? We should do that. We should try and find a doctor who'd be willing to, to go on the <laughs> yeah, record for that. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Your, your want. This is worth two points in the positive. All right. You know, there's a few things I want from this film. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go very specific. Uh Say a game of cards. You want a game of cards? I would like a game of cards in the film. Oh, that's a nice one. Well done. I like that. And and would we accept like him playing solitaire by himself? Anything, anything, something, just a deck of cards with cards. That's good. I mean, it's a great trope. It's yeah. And have we seen it with Craig since Casino? Have we, Brando? Technically, Skyfall. Yeah. He doesn't. Where? He Where? doesn't play the cards himself, I guess. But he's in, in the, the casino. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He mm. has that line. Put it all on red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Bit of gambling. Bit of gambling. I would probably settle for a bit of gambling uh, in lieu of cards. But come on, you've got to do a game of cards. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah, I, I I would find it less satisfying if Bond was betting on like you know a cockfight or a scorpion versus a snake or something. Um, <laughs> it's like there's the gambling shows, you know, some horse races. No, no, no I've got the quaddy on. Um, <laughs> game of cards, lovely, lovely. That's a good choice. What's yours, uh, Mister Mister Spear Jack Spear? I don't know, Brandon. Oh, what a surprise! Uh, <laughs> one, Brandon, give Jake some. No, he, some no, I'm putting him on the spot here. <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you this: one of the biggest things that I that I desperately want, I know I'm already going to get, and that's Bond on a boat. Mm. He is sailing a well, beautiful spirit one. yacht. Yeah, can and... you allow that? We can't allow that one. Sorry, no, 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 you know no. it's in there. No, no, no. Oh, I it's vamping. It. Sorry. Sorry. It's vamping because I'm trying to think and talk at the same time. It's vamping. Yeah, it's all vamping. <laughs> one thing that I want, look, it's not going to be a big kind of popcorn eating, brozzy extravaganza. Um, but. Uh, I'll might try be. and articulate it. It might be. There's I think definitely... it's probably got the potential be to be... an extravaganza? I want an extravaganza. Well, I love an extravaganza, but, you know, it's... You might be right there, Brendan. I think it's probably going to be the closest to a big old bang-bang brozzy um, <laughs> than ever, more than ever. But I can't I... wait for that Ken Adams set with the concrete walls and the light shafts and the... Yeah, oh, man. It's... 
I just I just really want to get this feeling that I got from watching Casino Royale. I watched Quantum last night um, and it didn't kind of hit the same way Casino did. Casino just, it's in the pocket, man. Mm. Every couple of moments, like Darbs, you kind of nailed it with that thing of like not just set pieces, but these like continual kind of moments and markers throughout the film that are just doesn't like, have to be set oh. pieces yeah. yeah yeah just oh just a shot or a moment or a delivery or something that's just like <gasps> i want it's an want enjoyable that. experience yeah and and that's okay like uh, that can still be in those deep dark traumatic moments of like going through that that riding that wave um i mean i really want that more than anything i just want i don't know how to describe that whether it's those Bondian moments on a good great, time. Great you, can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Um, but I hope I'm going to get it. Something if specific. Want, if you want something super specific like a game of cards. Please play me off. Um, <laughs> um, Anyone ever I, tell you you're indecisive? <laughs> I want, no, never. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want James Bond himself. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> to kill the villain. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That has not happened in the Craig era, except maybe Dominic Green. Well, he didn't, he didn't really kill Bond, Dominic Green. Bond he gave him the oil. Back. Gave him the oil, oil, but Dominic Green was found in the desert shot in the back twice. But he drunk that they found oil. And they did find oil in his stomach. Craig's Bond has not killed the villain. Oh, that's not true. He kills Silver. Silver. He kills Silver. Silver. Yeah, he, does he throws Silver. the knife in the back. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, yes, very true. But that's, that's a cool want, though, Please for him to say, kill Saffin. I, I would like to see James Bond himself kill the villain. Bond it's kills a little twist to that. I'd be speaking to your therapist, but it's <laughs> it's an accurate for the game. Uh, they haven't found him since our last meeting. So, <laughs> oh, unrelated. What does Brandon want? I've got to I've got I've got to decide which one I I want here because there's one. The the one that I'm thinking of that it jumps out quite a lot. I don't know how if it's quantifiable. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. And it's that I want Primo to be uh, an all time henchman. Yeah, I want. But we I can, want we can that make henchman. that call in our in our. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's if it's really quantifiable enough though, because it's like well, we have to do a whole we, top five again. And who am I to judge? But time. We'll call that an honourable want. Yeah, yeah, it's my honourable want. I really, really want Bond to say "shaken, not stirred." I really want to hear Daniel Craig say "vodka martini, shaken, not stirred." Has he said it? I don't think he has he said that exact line. Has he? No. And uh, no, he says it, Inspector, doesn't he? He says shaken. Uh... He, he when he's at the health clinic and he's like vodka martini, shaken not stirred. Does he shake, shake really? shaken or not stirred? 
isn't he offered like a, think, a health drink? Well, he says, a- he says he orders something. I think he only says, fact check, vodka martini. Vodka martini. And then the, the bartender says, uh, unfortunately, we have a zero alcohol policy, sir. And then he gets given a green drink and he's like, flush it down the toilet, cut out the middleman. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Oh. One for the fact check. Maybe I don't want that. No, you know what? Mm, fuck. Maybe I should go that. Because the other thing I want is I want I want a one-liner from this to be like an iconic one. Yeah. Like a new quotable line from Bond oh. to come out of it. Do you think that nothing else to say? I reckon nothing else to there's nothing else to say gets pretty close. I think people will be. Oh, definitely. But, but you, you I'm thinking a more equip. Equip. Yeah, I'm mm. thinking more equip. There will be. There'll be a good one. Yeah, that's not a yeah. good thing. Okay, Angle let's say humor. I want him humor. to say vodka martini shaken, not stirred. I don't All think right. I win this. One. I don't think. Looking at this. I Who don't has no time think to die. I have no time to die. <laughs> well, who Randall has... McClelland has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, shouldn't have put it all on red. <laughs> okay. Well, no time to die. Jeez, we've got to wait a little bit. That's it. Well, let me read out what everyone's said. So, yep. Darbs, you don't want cloning. You expect Lynch will let you down. And you do want a game of cards. Mm, Mr. Jake Spear, you yeah. have said you don't want the film to be overstuffed and undernourished. Yes. We'll see. You expect Bond to die. And you want Bond to kill the villain himself. I don't want Lucifer Safin to be Dr. No. I expect Madeline is only sexy time. And I want... The the only. Not that she is only. She's only sexy time. (laughs) In the Fleming tradition. (laughs) She's the only one in the film. And I want Bond to say the line... Vodka martini, shaken, not stirred. I like it. That's good. Oh, yep. Okay. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest before in this preconceived notions? The longest preconceived notions we've ever done. There's so much. It just feels like there's so much. We had a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I feel like there's a lot we didn't touch on. Yeah, same. Me too. I feel like I could could talk about this for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think my big takeaway from today is I've already seen the pre-title sequence. And if it isn't that precisely, I'll be disappointed. That's disappointed. actually my, my new want, is that I want Brandon's pre-title Brand- sequence to be the title sequence. I felt like I got a little partridge there, actually, a little bit explaining <laughs> the spy who loved me. Glang, 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 glang. <laughs> oh, what's that? Bit of boob? <laughs> yeah. Was that badge too quick? <laughs> well, look for those for those uh, people, our lovely listeners, all five of them that are still hanging in. Well, only three uh, of them watch till the end. They you, they don't they don't all get here, do they? It's we us. do have a pretty special announcement, fellas, that we've uh, as a little secret that we've kept pretty close to our chests. Yes, and it's about time to 
Bring it on out into the open. Who wants to do the honours? Careful. Oh, we got let, something. Let's do it all together at the same time. Oh, how do we say it? We don't even know what we're saying. Let's see what everyone says as their sentence and let the cacophony speak for itself. So, three, two, one. We've made a short film. For you to watch. Did you get it? You got it. You got it. No, Darby, you have to say it. We've made a little short film. Uh, just for our lovely listeners as a way to say thank you for what will be, what is 50,000 listens, I believe. We've crossed the 50,000 listen mark. But, um, a long time ago, actually. A, a, a little, well, we started making this project a long time ago. It's taken a considerable yeah. amount <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, this was for our 50,000 listen. <laughs> it's a, a bit on that now. but It's, it's belated, but we've yeah, got Number one podcast in, in the world. <laughs> and we've made a short film, and the name of that short film is, Brandon? Jake. Ah. The name is Jake. (laughs) The Ties That Bind. It's in the final stages of post-production and it will release officially on November the 11th. Yes, and I do have something to say about that. Um, Now, I was, like all Australian Bond fans, completely disheartened to see that Bond was again delayed in Australia. But I just want to say to Eon, how dare you? That was our window. We had that locked in for a year. You knew this. We knew it. We sent them the memo. This is... 11-11, that was our number. 100%. It was... They had... Damn them. Octopussy was coming out earlier, and I'll Never Say Never Again was coming out a little bit after. And they, they have, the they is, have just fucked us. They have, and it's, it, but it's only going to hurt them because, you know, the five people that, in, that might be watching No Time to Die that day, no, no. they're going to watch our seven-minute short film yeah. instead. And the thing is, No Time to Die, two hours and 45 minutes. All right, how many screenings of that can you get done in a day? Ours, That's right. seven minutes. But they've, they've double screwed us. Nearly they, ten because, an hour. Because there is another aspect to this uh, short film, and that is that we've, we've, we've gone the extra mile. You don't have to wait till November 11 to start your The Ties That Bind experience. That's right. No, no, no. In fact, no, no, no. In fact, you can listen right now to the original theme song that we have put together. We've only uh, bloody gone and done it. We've only bloody gone and done it. Our own Brassy Bassy, sung by our own Jake Spear. But again, the bastards have stolen our release date. Um, again, yeah. Again. Uh, it's, uh, it's the day. It's today. Uh, it's so today. You can go watch it now. Yeah. It's in, our, it's in our... If you're listening on the podcast, your chosen podcast platform, press pause, press stop. There's only a few minutes of this left and... It'll all be ramble from here yeah. on in. You've got the gist of it now. Go to YouTube, United States of Kensington. Watch the lyric video. We've made a lyric video for the song, uh, which has been recorded and produced and mixed by our lovely friend Adam Alexander, mm. um, who's Great also bomb. done the sound design and score for the for the short film. And uh, it was written by not us. We didn't write this no. song. Uh, we we employed. We reached out to two excellent. Uh, young up and coming 
musical theatre writers and directors, um, Jake Nielsen and Matthew Predney, mm. and uh, right two good friends of ours who did a great job with the song. We hope that you think it is great as well. Um, a gift from us to you. Yeah, and if you don't, keep it to yourself. Keep to yourself. That's right. We don't need to hear it. No, no. It'll, it'll yeah. hurt us. But your mama raised you right, I hope. Yeah. Well, let's uh, put an image of the screen of on the screen of the thumbnail for the lyric video. Oh, there it is. There it is. Look at that. And here's one for the film. Oh, oh who's that? Look out. Look out. Who's, who's that? that there? A master of disguise. Well, gentlemen. That's it. That's it. Oh. That's it. We do have, we have another episode or two coming out uh, before we do our review. Our review won't come out, ladies and gentlemen, uh, until November 11th, probably November 12th, Australian time. Mm. Um, just depends how long it takes to edit uh, and whether or not we actually see the film on that day. Mm. Um, so, that being said, yes, international listeners will already know who has no time to die if they've been paying they attention. Will. They will. They will. Now, this is, tell us. this is something that I, I, I know we joke around quite a bit. Um, please, and look, Trayvon people are, you know, dirty devils and lovely. Uh, please don't send us any spoilers. Um, mm. if you, I'll hate you forever. Like, if you do know who has no time to die... Please don't tell us. Uh, we want to go into the cinema. Uh, look, I know it's stage four. Uh, just let me live. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's like you you are Bond fans. You know what it feels like to go in and experience it for the first time, unspoiled. Uh, just, yeah. It is, it is actually very, very tough to be an Australian and a New Zealand Bond fan at this time. We've been waiting so long, and now we have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, so we do ask that you don't um, that you don't message us. Or just tell Jake. Yeah, Leave tell us Jake. Out of tell, it. Yeah, tell, tell Jake, Jake if you need fine. to sell, sell No. Or tell, tell us what you thought of our song instead. Yes, tell us what you that... think about the ties that bind. Can we make yes. the ties that bind? Your preconceived notions are what your preconceived notions are for the film. We want to hear your preconceived notions. That's a great idea. There we go. Tell us your preconceived notions after you've heard the song. Gentlemen, I think that's it for us tonight. I have Thank a feeling it is. Lovely as always. God, I wonder. We'll, we'll be seeing each other again soon, but um, we'll see you folks at home uh, when we feel like it. All right, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>